Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another questions and answers episode with me, your host, Dallin Hawes. If you have any questions, there's a link in the description below for you to submit those, and I read as many as I can, and I answer the ones that I feel are most relevant to the most people. So, without further ado, let's talk about your benefits, your questions, your retirement. Question number one. They say, hey, regarding employees who leave federal service before retiring, can you tell us about the process of applying to receive a refund on your FERS contributions? Okay, so this might be a little confusing for some, but I'll try to break it down. So, as we know, when you're working as a federal employee, there's a couple things that come out of your paycheck that go towards your retirement, okay? First, there's your TSP. We all know what that is. Um, basically, you put money in there every month, and even if you leave federal service before you retire, you can take that money with you, right? Any money you put into that, you can take that with you. That stays with you, okay? Now, there's another bucket of money where every paycheck, you put, you put money into the FERS system, meaning this system is actually what goes towards your pension down the road, okay? This gentleman is asking, hey, I just left federal service before I was eligible to retire, and when you do that, you have two options. First, you can leave your, your contribution in the system, and potentially be eligible for a deferred retirement later, or you can actually get a refund of everything you put in. You can get a refund for those contributions, okay? Just running the numbers, oftentimes it does make sense to wait for the deferred retirement. Just running the numbers, it often does, but it depends. Maybe if you're really young or different situations or maybe you need it to start a business, whatever it is, there may be times that you want to take a refund of your contributions. Again, let me repeat, I'm not talking about your TSP right now. I'm talking about your contributions to the first system, which later fund your pension, okay? It's separate. The TSP and the FERS system that pays your pension are two separate things. And this gentleman is asking about the FERS system that pays towards your pension. Your TSP follows you, okay? That follows you regardless how long you stay with the federal government. Anything you put in there, it's going to stay with you. Okay, hopefully that makes sense. Question number two. They say, hey, I'm 57 and I will be retiring December 31st of 2021. Okay, perfect, coming up. And plan to withdraw from my TSP every month. Do I have to withdraw the same amount every month? Can I skip withdrawing some months and start back two or three months later? So these are great questions. Um, and it's, it's important to know the answers to these because this is what's honestly important in retirement. You want to know how logistically things work, right? And the bottom line is this, from your TSP, you have a few options, right? You can set up what they call installment payments, or you can do just like a one-time withdrawal, okay? These installment payments can be set up for monthly payments, quarterly payments, yearly payments, so in a number of different ways, okay? If you get this set up, then yeah, it generally has to be a certain amount. Like you say, hey, I want $1,000 a month, um, and they'll pay, pay it to you every month, okay? Now, there's one rule that you have to bear in mind, and that is the TSP will only process one request of withdrawal from your TSP every 30 days, okay? So you can't do a bunch all at once. But what you can do, let's say you put a request in for a monthly payment. Well, once that is processed and 30 days are gone, then that payment's gonna pay you every month, but you can still do individual withdrawals 30 days after, because once the process, the request is processed, then you can still do individual withdrawals in the meantime, or you can even set up 
annual withdrawals, whatever it is. But basically, you can only do a request to TSP to make a withdrawal, whether it's an installment payment or just a uh, normal draw, or even you know sending money to it to an IRA, whatever it is. You can do one every 30 days, and of course, the individual withdrawals can be different amounts. You could adjust it however you'd like. Okay, so that is kind of logistically how the TSP works in retirement. So great question. Question number three. So this question, I already know just by reading the first sentence, that this question was in response to a video I did on the bucket strategy, which is a strategy that um, I use with my clients to help them invest in retirement. Okay, so with that in mind, let's read the question. They say, hey, I love your strategy, but how do I manage the buckets within the TSP? For example, do, do I divide up the buckets for short-term and long-term while drawing money out during retirement? Or is it possible with the TSP or easier to do with an outside broker like Fidelity, Vanguard, etc.? Okay, great question. Great, great. You guys have awesome questions, by the way. Um, so, yeah, to give you a very, very quick summary of the bucket strategy, um, basically you break your money up into different buckets of, of when you need the money. You have your long-term money, your mid-term money, and your short-term money. And the reason you do that is so that you have the security that you need with your short-term money because you actually start needing your money in retirement, right? But you also get the growth that you need from your long-term money so you have a good balance, right? And what this gentleman is asking is, hey, does the strategy work just logistically? Can you do it in the TSP? Or is it easier or just better in a IRA? Let's say a Vanguard, Fidelity Schwab, at just a different place where there's more flexibility, right? It's a great question. So can you do the bucket strategy in the TSP? Yes, you, you certainly can, okay? Now, the TSP certainly has some limitations, Right, like we just talked about, you can only take, you know, do a withdrawal request every 30 days, which can cramp some people's style depending on what they like to do or maybe when they want or need money, right? Um, but you, you certainly can. It, it's possible to do the bucket strategy in the TSP. Another, I guess, downside of the TSP is in retirement, when you take money out, you can't choose where that money's coming from. So for example, let's say you're in retirement, you've got these different bucket strategies of the different funds. Maybe some's in the G fund, some is in the C fund, some is in the S fund, whatever it is, right? When you say, hey, I want 10 grand out of your TSP, they're not gonna ask you which fund to take it out of. You can't pick that. You only pick the amount and whether it's traditional money or Roth money, okay? That's the two things you pick. And then they take it out proportionally. Okay, so half of your money's in the G fund, half of your money's in the C fund, it's gonna come out proportionally, right? Which you may or may not want to keep your bucket strategy um, working. Because one of the elements of that strategy is, hey, you have enough short-term money, so when the market drops, you don't have to touch the C fund for a while. Well, the TSP kind of forces you to if you need to take money out, right? You can't just take from the G fund. Well, of course, there's a workaround you can always rebalance back where you do take money out, but then you rebalance your money so it's in the, in the correct proportion, right? That's always an option. Um, and so, again, you certainly can do the bucket strategy in the TSP, and I have lots of clients that do it. Um, is it easier in an IRA? Yeah, probably, probably. But of course, there's other complexities with an IRA that you um, may not want. And so it's, it comes down to a preference thing and how knowledgeable you are with investments finding things, because of course, in an IRA, 
you're gonna have to pick your own investments, right? Where in the TSP, you've got five, okay? Of course, you got the L funds, you got those two, but basically you got five options, right? And it's very simple and they're, they're pretty darn good options. So um, it just comes down to preference as well as how you wanna manage your money in retirement, right? Many federal retirees come to, come to our firm and say, hey, look, we've managed our TSP, we've done this for a long time, we're done, we want you to manage it, um, and so we don't have to worry about it. And we do, that's one of the services we provide is we help manage people's money as they retire as well as giving all the tax advice and investment advice and helping them have the best retirement that they possibly can, right? So that's the service we do provide as our, our firm, right? Um, so, but again, it depends. It depends where you want your money to be and how you wanna handle it, how you wanna manage it. Um, there's always a preference side to all decisions of, yeah, sometimes there's facts and real reasons why you should do one thing over the other, but sometimes it comes to a preference of, hey, there's pros and cons of an IRA or the TSP. W you know, which one do you want? Which set of pros and cons do you want, right? So there's no perfect answer all the time, just depends. Now, if you have some Roth money, one thing to know is that the Roth TSP is subject to RMDs or required minimum distributions at 72, a Roth IRA isn't. So that's one fact, a big difference that you need to know if you got a bunch of Roth money, but if you don't, maybe it's not so relevant. So that's my thoughts for today. Have an incredible rest of your day. Again, if you have any questions yourself, there's a submission link below where you can submit questions, and I will see you next time.